1: Hey, and welcome to Star Wars Minute: The Ewok Live Adventure. I think the, the official title is Ewok!
2: Exclamation point! A live adventure.
1: Okay, sorry, it was uh, so. we didn't have time to, for the dress rehearsal. Anyway, I'm Alex Robinson from ComicBookAlex.com.
2: I'm Pete the Retailer from PeteTheRetailer.com.
3: I'm Stuart Wellington from the Flophouse Podcast.
4: <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> uh, I'm Jenny Jaffe. I'm the founder of Project You Are Okay. I'm a comedian, too. Okay. Uh,
5: I'm Dan McCoy, also from the Fluffhouse Pet. It's fine, it's the on brand. Mask. Me talking badly is on brand. The Flophouse Podcast and The Daily Show. Yeah.
2: Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. I know this one was uh, tougher than you expected. <laughs>
1: No, I, I remember how
3: great this movie is.
1: <laughs> yes, we are discussing uh, the made-for-television movie, uh, An Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage. Or Caravan of Courage, An Ewok Adventure. It was known by a lot of different names <laughs> right.
2: and a lot of different formats.
4: I'm so mad, you guys.
1: <laughs> no refunds. <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah, it's the UOC adventure, Caravan of Courage. It aired uh, on ABC network November 25th, nineteen eighty. Surely not.
5: (laughs) Surely not on one of the three major networks.
2: (laughs) Not only did it air on one of the major networks, but it was the second highest ratings that year from an ABC movie.
3: Uh, What did it... I don't
2: know what it... So
5: that's how they got Wilford Brimley for the sequel? Yeah, yeah.
1: They're like, you're a TV movie guy, right? 65 million people watched it. Really? 65 oh. million people,
4: yeah. Oh, my God.
2: And uh, in Europe, it got a theatrical release <laughs> under the name Caravan of Courage, an Ewok adventure.
5: That, that makes more sense to me because this is a true story. Um, <laughs> sorry. At the, I just had, at the Daily Show, we have a few new um, writers from uh, other countries, and one of them is a Ugandan writer who told me that in India, the biggest movie uh, was Baby's Day Out. I guess because it does not, you do not need, There's the, the language right. barrier is no impediment to enjoying Baby's Day Out.
2: <laughs> to enjoying or not enjoying Baby's exactly. Day Out. Exactly. Depending
5: on how you get. The
4: only way the numbers make sense is if this movie had come out before any other movie and people were just like, how did they get in the screen? <laughs>
5: oh no, a train is running at
2: us. <laughs> that dinosaur is going to eat us. Um, Yeah, I think it was the second highest rated movie because it was the only TV movie that they did that year. So, the only one they did, and it was
1: second. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh, don't forget, it had been a year since another previous Star Wars movie. So, you know, like now we're all hyped up for episode seven, but then it was the Ewoks mania. (laughs) Right. Everyone was getting so. People
3: were going crazy for Ewoks. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I had thought they were so cute, and I never understood why my parents were like, I hate those <laughs> stupid Ewoks. And I watched this movie, and they're all wearing, like, death masks. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's mean, all awful. I
5: get, all I could think of, though, watching the movie was like, oh, that little girl must have had so much fun with those dancing teddy bears.
4: <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, how many people in the audience actually watched the movie in preparation for this, or had wow. seen it enough to be familiar? Wow, we apologize on behalf of it. <laughs> those of you who didn't watch it,
3: you can rest easy tonight.
2: <laughs> <Right>.
6: <laughs> Knowing yeah, that you've made the correct life choices. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> the presentation we're about to do will fill in enough of the gaps that you'll, you're better off. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, another note that... Uh, all right, so picture... Setting the scene here. Go back to time, in time to 1984. Um, that some radio stations also did a stereo simulcast of the movie <laughs> during the broadcast. So you can listen to it in stereo on your, on your home... There's,
3: there's no dialogue in this movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, Ewok this. Pantomimes, Ewok Pantomimes. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine
4: there are being three an, lines of dialogue. An
3: innocent, you know, bystander
2: just kind of at home like, oh, "I wonder what's on the radio tonight." And you just come across this. <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing what <laughs> it is, what, you know, it's like a, it's like
5: stock another user. uh War of the Worlds. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
5: it's a much sadder War of the Worlds.
4: Is that why they had that voiceover that added nothing?
2: Well, I think I mean, you know, this was a couple of years, let's say, what, six years after the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special. And one of the complaints with that is that, you know, there's a half hour in the beginning with just nothing but Wookiees talking. (laughs) So George Lucas is like, oh, I I know what we need, a narrator.
5: Let's get the the voice of the holidays, Burl Ives, from Rudolph and Frosty to do this.
2: Uh, yeah so it, it starts out much like any other Star Wars movie it's a, you get a Lucasfilm a 20th Century Fox fanfare you get a Lucasfilm logo
1: everyone's all goosebumpy waiting yeah, to see it's what exciting, exciting there's the Star thing's Wars, are great
2: go. Um, and then cut to you know it, it looks like almost a Star Wars shot there's like a moon and a and a you know you see endor but then burl Ives starts talking <laughs> and you're like wait what's what's going on where am i um,
4: and they're, like, over these two people who are, like, the parents from, like, a Christian film.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. So we start out with the narration, then we cut to the planet. And we, for a second, you're like, oh, is that Luke Skywalker? But no. It's, it's hard to see here. But this is... Uh,
1: can, we, can we dim the, the uh, house lights a bit? Or is it not going to be... Is that going to be... A- no. no. Nope. I guess
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> No one works here. <laughs> um, so, Katerin and Jeremit... <laughs> Katerin, the, let me tell you the tale of Katerin and Jeremet. Uh Katerin and Jeremet Tawani were the uh, the parents. We we threw this exposition. They just kind of stand here, look a little frazzled, and give us the, the breakdown that they, they crashed their uh, their star cruiser. That'll come back. Uh, and since the crash, you know, they they they've been worried about their children. Their children ran off or wandered off, and they don't know where they are. They're looking for them. So this is kind of the setup. This is giving us a little bit of the, uh, the narrative crux.
1: I thought the opening scene actually had a bit of an E.T. feel to it because it's yeah. like people running around the woods shining yeah, with flashlights. flashlights. It's kind of like the uh, you know, people, cr- people lost on an alien planet. Like alien but, but we right? don't see it crash. We show no, up no. at a crash site.
2: Yeah, we see yeah. The, the wrecked Star Cruiser in the background right. and they're kind of wandering around it with flashlights, shouting their children's names, wondering where they are.
4: It's it's got the same problem that Endor has at, at all which is that it it could not be more clearly in Northern California right yeah <laughs> like down to later in the film the woodland creatures yeah they don't even change oh. it ooh there we go
6: that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a little too much alright
3: night falls
1: on the moon of Endor <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to go see yeah. our notes
5: yeah, yeah you're, or maybe not <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening at home... Uh, That's good. That's everybody good. just That's went blind. the waves. This is no metal ground. All or
2: nothing? All right, all right. Wow. We'll take all. All right. Uh, so, Katarin is played by Fianula F-Fanigan. Flanagan. Flanagan. <laughs> <laughs> Flanagan. It sounds, it sounds like, like a Star, Star Wars War. name. Um, Bounty hunter. She is a veteran of three different Star Trek franchises. She was in Next Gen, Deep and Space three Nine And three different wars. <Yeah>. Uh, most, most notably, probably to recent uh, nerd audiences, she was Eloise Hawking on Lost.
1: Oh, oh yeah. that's a show.
0: <laughs> New respect for the
1: Ewoks, huh?
2: <laughs> uh, and Jeremit is played by a guy named Guy Boyd. <laughs> guy Boyd, who was in uh, Body Double. You know that movie? Sure, Brian De Palma. <laughs> yeah, look and, at me. That's pretty much, I'm just looking at you know, the panel. Alex, do you know that movie? Body oh, yes, Double? I do know sure. that movie.
6: Right. We did really look up the kids
5: afterwards, right? Yeah. And the young girl was only in the other Ewok movie. <laughs> yeah. And the guy was what what we was the he was like
3: a uh, goon
5: in something? Or? Well he was
3: certainly a goon in something.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. His, <laughs> he'll pop up shortly.
3: So here we see them wearing the fall collection of white puffy outfits that yeah. they wear in the uh
5: you may remember from Hoth, <laughs> when Leia modeled them for us. <laughs> the Hoth
2: leftovers, so yeah. the the Hoth, Hoth Salvation Army special.
1: Well, and also this was a made-for-TV movie, as becomes readily apparent. Like because everything looks like it's done super cheap, right? And uh, you know, like, they can't show the ship crash because that would be too expensive. The best they could do is like a, you know, a post-crash media res. The ship has already crashed. Exactly. exactly. The bounty hunter media res. <laughs> But yeah, there's um, a, there, uh, I guess George Lucas was kind of like this was their foray into made-for-TV movies. He had all the the you know uh, Lucasfilm guys say, "Hey, go ahead and make a TV movie," and you know they had to use every money-saving yeah prospect. And it movie. shows. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so,
2: um, well, thankfully, after a couple of uh, minutes or feels like longer, but maybe a minute or two <laughs> of of this exposition and frantic parents. Um, they're interrupted by a giant troll, which is—it's a great way to end any exposition scene. The Gorax. Yeah, we later learn it's the Gorax. It's the—it's the—the monster of this movie, the villain, you know, in a sense. He, he just looks
4: of... like Klingon Hagrid.
2: Right. <laughs> that is a perfect <laughs> description of. Uh... <laughs> we see. We get you know, like a little shadowy bit of him as he chases the parents off screen. Uh, yeah, just a taste. Yeah, just, just a taste. Excited. Just to be like, oh, we'll what's taste that? I'm scared acts. of that. And then, just if you're too scared, here's the title in the, the jauntiest, happiest,
5: folksiest font. <laughs> yeah. ever. It might as well be saying that darn cat. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: feel like it's a, this is a brand of caramel corn.
1: <laughs> caramel of courage. There we go. They should do a Ben and Jerry's flavor, like a yeah. caramel of courage or something. Oh.
2: How far away do you think we are from. If Star Wars branded Ben and Jerry's flavors. I'd like say we're six months. Curd. Mm-hmm. Six right. months.
5: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, but then we get uh, so this is the title, and then we got opening credits, which has some have some familiar folks in it.
4: Uh, this, like said, <laughs> this looks like a Disney movie that was later banned. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if only. <laughs> um, some of, the, some of the Lucasfilm folks, like Alex said, they all worked on this. We got uh, Joe Johnston as production design.
1: Director of Captain America. Sure. Uh,
2: the producer was the general manager of ILM, so I think they were mainly focused, like surprisingly for a Lucasfilm thing, they were focusing on the effects. Um, the screenplay was by Bob Corral. 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 Uh, this is his first credit. Later, he wrote... No. Yeah. <laughs> the, they discovered Bob Corral. Uh, later, he wrote a bunch of episodes of the Ewok cartoon, episodes of Tiny Toons, uh, a show that I wasn't familiar with called Dragon Tales.
4: Oh, yeah, it. Dragon Tales.
2: Dragon, do you know Dragon Tales? <laughs> Apparently, Dragon Tales You guys was, don't know Dragon Tales? After my time. It was created
3: by Wesley Urr. From, from Land of the Lost. Oh,
2: it's you?
4: really not good.
3: No, I. <laughs> from the writer of this, really? So, are they stories about dragons or is it a story about their tales? It's,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's like these two kids who like wish on a book and like go to a dragon place. So, there's a
3: book and they wish it's like. <laughs>
4: they like. Uh, like it was like video? slightly past when I was still watching cartoons, but like mm. my little cousins were really into this like bullshit show where it's like these two can I say that
5: yeah that's what, like, and that's when you told them you're like no, what's just, this bullshit <laughs> show you're watching
4: <laughs> no it just like could not be more like a bunch of adults in a room where it's like ah no they like wish on a book right. they go they like say this like poem they say this like poem and they go to a land inhabited by like talking dragons
3: they don't drink like a potion or anything they just read a
4: poem no it's like they read a poem to a book
3: uh-huh. so a it's, it's, a, talking it's a show about the dangers of poetry <laughs>
2: Um, Bob Carral later created Maniac Mansion with George Lucas. That's a thing that people uh, like, right? Maniac Mansion. Any
1: Maniac Mansion fans out there?
2: And All created right. uh, the, the C.O.W. Boys of Moo Mesa, which is... <laughs> the Cowboys of Moo Mesa, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a thing. that I only know it as a reference. I don't, I've never C-O-W? seen it. C.O.W.? The Cowboys, but they abbreviate uh, it. The c- it stands for something, I'm sure. Of what: Mesa? Yeah. <laughs> No, no the other cowboys.
4: <laughs> no.
6: It's the
2: best the other delayed COW reaction. boys. Yeah. The Dallas COW boys.
4: <laughs> Wait, was it actually were they cowboys or was it like C- were like the I, the prisoners of War boys? I,
2: I think they were cows who were also like ranchers somehow. God, right. like,
3: Am I in outer space though. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was sci-fi kind of, oh, of vibe. Yeah, you can't have cows who are ranchers and not have it be sci-fi. <laughs> uh, the director is John Corty, Corty, K-O-R-T-Y. Uh, just lots of TV work. That's, he was a TV guy, start to finish. I think that his most famous credit was the TV movie version of Go Ask Alice. So, <laughs> I, so I think this <laughs> is the TV famous. movie.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. So,
2: compare and contrast.
4: I think Caravan I learned more about with, uh... not doing drugs from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so,
1: uh, so then... Uh... Uh, one other... Oh, work. there's a credit at the end that... We've
3: got to eat our dinners. vegetables first,
1: Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: the Ewok coordinator for this movie is Kirk Thatcher. <laughs> the Ewok wrangler? The Ewok coordinator. He's not a wrangler, he's a coordinator. He just made sure that all their outfits matched and everything was... Uh...
4: I would but, so watch like an Under the Rainbow of this movie, though. <laughs> well,
2: uh, there's a lot of overlap, we'll find out, between the cast of Over, under, over the Rainbow, Under the Rainbow. Under, under the, the Rainbow, because they're a little people. You're <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> explaining that.
2: Yeah. Uh, between, the, between the cast of this and Under the Rainbow, there's a lot of overlap. But uh, Kirk Thatcher, EWOC coordinator, is uh, the punk from Star Trek IV. Oh. And he's done a bunch of behind-the-scenes oh. stuff for ILM and for everybody.
5: <laughs> the punk who's listening to metal music right. on the bus. He hates you and he berates you.
4: Yeah. I wait in my head. I okay. I hear now that you said Star Trek for. In my head, you said Star Wars for. I was right. like combing through A New Hope. Like okay, like where was the punk? No. Is it arguably Luke? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I call him the punk, but yeah. All right, so a little bit of uh, credits and what have you. Then uh, suddenly we feel like we're in a nature film
1: because
2: we, uh, we cut <laughs> to an Ewok family. I know that guy. This is, uh, this is Deej. 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 Uh, it's the Warwick family. It's Wicket's family out in their native habitat. Uh, it starts with this scene of Deej playing a horn, and then he says something that sounds a lot like, Play ball! <laughs> <laughs> maybe he is maybe that means something else in Ewok I don't know
1: I don't know whether it was just like uh, like gradually being worn down but as the movie went on I found myself recognizing more words in English that they were right. just kind of like slightly tweaking well, a bit to make it oh, you're, d- you're going native <laughs> Yeah. Exactly.
4: I don't believe for a second that there was a real language behind this this is not like Dothraki or Elvish like nobody knew what they were saying in this movie
2: they were just like yeah play the horn and say something and he's like play ball
1: <laughs> great <laughs> next shot line it up Ben Burt, not involved in this one. No.
2: No. Sadly. So, yeah. Um, Deej Warwick's... Uh, Warwick. Deej. Warwick? Wicket Warwick. <laughs> Warwick? It's confusing. It's Wicked the same W. Thing. w. Warwick. Wicket W. Warwick's dad. Warwick. Mr. The, Warwick. The Warwick family, where there's uh, there's his brothers and uh, his mom and, and Wicket. Uh, Deej is played by Daniel Freshman, who is not... Arvid from head of the class. Uh, There was a little confusion there. (laughs) Some people thought that Arvid was an Ewok. Arvid is not an Ewok, sadly. It's a different. It's a little person named Daniel Frischman. (laughs) Or so the government would have you believe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He was in *Under the Rainbow*, uh, *Return of the Jedi*. He was in you both Ewok movies. So spoiler: he survives. Uh, and the voice of Deej, the guy who sang Play Ball, was Sidney Walker, who was the... His most notable credit was the bus driver in Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> now we should... <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Round this... of applause for the bus
2: driver
6: yeah, bu- from Mrs. Doubtfire. Bus Does this driver. movie
1: take place before Return of the Jedi or after yes. Return of the Jedi? It's, it's in between... prequel, right? In between Empire and Jedi. So. so that explains why the Ewoks have not seen humans and... and... Because you have to assume after Doesn't? Return of the Jedi that uh, there was rebels camped there. Right, right. The whole right. Place but also,
5: Wicked is a kid here, and I like he seemed to be older in Jedi. How
6: can you tell? I don't know. <laughs> he was very... afraid of a hat.
5: Yeah, it's just, I guess I just assumed yeah. since he had a lot, of, he seemed to have a lot of agency as a character. <laughs> there wasn't like a dad figure being like, "No, Wicked, don't help th- that robot." <laughs>
4: Wait. I was sure this movie was made because of a wave of like Minions esque robot or uh, sorry Minions esque Ewok nostalgia. No, that's sure. why
2: it was made. Right? right.
4: Wait, but it you're was saying
2: made after Return of the Jedi, but it takes place in between Empire.
4: Oh, okay. I thought you said it was made, so I was like, I got this great idea, guys. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's like episode five and a half. Right. If you're watching them in order, you'd watch this after Empire and then before Return of the (laughs) Jedi. But just to clarify, you shouldn't (laughs) watch (laughs) none
5: of it. If you're (laughs) you're watching this (laughs) in order, you would watch this and be like, oh, I don't need to watch Return of the Jedi
2: (laughs) if this is where it's headed.
5: uh, Because you would watch Star Wars,
2: then the holiday special, then Empire, (laughs) then this, then... Return of the Jedi, and then right. I guess, well, I don't know when the. We'll get to the uh, other Ewok movie, maybe, potentially, eventually.
6: Yeah,
1: depending on how this goes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, it does seem very much like a nature documentary, this scene, because it's shot in well, the woods. Because Burl, Burl Ives, Ives is narrating yeah. it.
4: It really sounds like Garrison Keeler, though. Right. It just sounds like a weird story about where he grew up. In
2: Braytree Village, we don't. Uh... <laughs> it's almost turning into the Pepperidge Farm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> so now you're getting hungry. Yep. Uh, so we find out that Deej is missing two of his sons. Uh, two of uh, Wicket's brothers are missing, and Deej is going to go out to
1: find them. See, so that's the ring theory. The humans right. are looking for their kids, oh. and now the Ewok Sank is looking for I,
4: I didn't get out. that they were all one family. I knew that, yeah. that Deej had two sons. Yeah. I didn't get Wicket... Yeah, you everybody. didn't see the
3: family resemblance between <laughs> the Ewoks? <laughs> Come on, look. Wait, I got the laser point
2: See, look. They were in the nose. Yeah. The looks scary
4: like human teeth, yeah.
2: Um, so how is Deej going to find his family? We find out he's going to use his skin glider. Skin glider? <laughs> That's a terrifying concept.
1: <laughs> Does Burl Ives call it a skin glider? He's
2: like, Deej will find his sons using this skin glider. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And there's a whole kind of sequence where, you know, Wicket's helping them get into it, and then the, a goat eats a rope, and everything goes crazy. And
4: See, there's goats. They there's didn't goats. even try.
1: I think they're blasé tree goats, if I'm, uh, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, we um, see a lot of domesticated animals that we did not, they must have eaten them all before Return of the Jedi. We right, saw right. horses, and uh, little Sebastian, and uh, right. uh, ferrets, and uh, right. chickens, chickens, chickens. Chickens, yeah. Yeah, so...
2: Like, I
4: would have at least appreciated, like, that Star Trek dog with, like, a unicorn horn. Right, right. Like, they didn't even do that.
2: No. Everything's just Earth version. Yeah. 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 They have a different name for it, but it's the same thing, really. Yeah.
5: Now, I know that Stuart and I both had a problem with the idea that the Ewoks were, uh, on the one hand, stuck in, like, say, spear technology. Yeah, Star But Rage. they also have hang gliders. Because
1: right. they're extreme.
5: <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> They're totally radical. I get it.
1: <laughs> it makes no sense. He flies this th- thing around, and then wh- how does he get it ba- all the way back up the mountain?
2: I said the same thing. He just flies it out there, kind of sees his sons, leaves it, leaves it, just kind of drops it where it is, and then goes and gets his sons. Uh, wait, I build a new one each time? Well, Ella suggested it was like a city bike kind of program. <laughs> oh. So, like they just you know put it into a docking station, and then go get another glider when you need
3: one. And the glider that they use for close-ups is definitely not the same glider they're using when they're showing a little space bear flying around. And <laughs> yeah. like, hey.
1: It definitely yeah, looks a lot more like a guy in a furry's costume than <laughs> yeah, it does an Ewok right. from the faraway shots.
6: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wonder if that was the impetus behind all this. He was like, you know what, let's get a bunch of guys and just kind of dress them in fur suits and have them like, ride horses and <laughs> hang gliders and stuff
1: like that. Maybe we could film it. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, has there ever been a good scene with a hang glider in a movie
6: <laughs> mm. <laughs> they're
1: so passive and so unexciting yeah. that like it's impossible to make a chase for the hang gliders <laughs> Is it like
6: it's I don't know. I can't think of one. There has
1: to be
3: one in a police academy movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet.
4: In the Untouchables, there's that scene Wait, there's no hang glider. Yeah, yeah. there is. No. Don't say no. anything yes, there else. is. Don't
1: say anything else. <laughs> All
3: right. Not
4: the untouchables, you guys. The oh. the French the French one, like oh, the oh, the, oh, the like oh. charming friendship right. story. Oh, okay. it,
2: That's I wish you hadn't it. <laughs> it was
4: in the untouchables. <laughs> I was gonna go
2: watch the untouchables <laughs> for that hang glider
5: <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Cost, just like, I'm going to get Al Capone. Let me get in it. Hold on, let me strap into this thing first. All right, hold on. Must be, feeling, be down there right, Give me a push, guys. He brings a knife,
3: you bring a hang glider.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, if only. So G.H. lands and finds his bumbling children.
2: He finds his children. And he kind of throws them a rope, and that makes everything better.
4: But like yeah, uh, they don't have personalities? No, like they're they, they kind of, No, no no, they keep like saying like oh, he's the troublemaker. One. No, he's like they're all the exact yeah. same. Yeah. Again,
2: it's like a it's like a nature documentary where they're like, "Oh, that little cub is a is a rascal," and he's just like a bear. He's the same. <laughs> it's just, that's all they are just climbing rocks and then they got stuck and they you know, who hasn't been there where you get stuck and your parents have to go hang glide after <laughs> you?
0: That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, But he finds them
2: on his way. He sees something shiny in the forest. Um, He... Uh, he realized, like, on his way back, he's like, all right, I'm going to stop, much like Luke in, uh, in The Empire Strikes Back. He's like, oh, I'm going to check uh, out that shiny that? thing that I saw.
1: <laughs> remember that movie? Yeah. Oh,
2: <laughs> fondly. Um, and on, on their way back, they check out the shiny thing, they find the space cruiser from the earlier, from the sequence that started this movie. They hear some rumbling and some coughing. They open up a panel, and they find Sindel. Sindel. Sindel, the little girl that dressed like Captain EO. <laughs> <laughs>
1: 80s headband yeah. in place. 80s. She's very 80s. Very surprised. Is she wearing leg warmers in the movie? Uh, she has like UGG boots. In, yeah. You think in the that
3: movie. That's
1: space Uggs? Space Uggs.
3: <laughs> A lot of the movie seems to be her dressed like that, just kind of standing while little teddy bears run around her. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> I'm not making fun of her acting. I mean, no, she's great. No,
2: no, great. no.
5: She's you know what? I, eight
4: I'm or making fun of her acting. <laughs> this was terrible acting.
5: I'm, I'll. Uh, but I'll defend her in that she is better than her older brother. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
5: he is,
2: uh, he's older, so he has less of an excuse. You know, she's a yeah. kid. They're both kids, so I don't want to kind of blame them too much
5: for, for not being great, but they're um, not great. I, I, I will say this. I dislike kids normally. <laughs> <laughs> and this movie just reinforced that. <laughs>
1: Well, I guess it'd be different if there were other speaking humans in the movie. But the fact that, for the most part, the only two people you understand are a four-year-old girl and a kind of bratty how old is he? Fourteen? I don't even know. Something like that. Like
2: he goes back and forth between being like seven and forty, I think, because he's like he's just a grumpy old man, but then he's also just kind of you know reckless and. uh,
3: Well, that was the thing. Even as a kid, when I watched this, I realized that. Ewoks are great but you need actual other stuff going on like grown-ups talking with the Ewoks as like a little bit of seasoning a little bit of flavor (laughs) the spicy Ewoks (laughs) you don't want a bunch of Ewoks gesticulating wildly while two little kids kind of
1: talk
2: Uh, so Sindel is played by Aubrey Miller Aubrey Miller did this the second Ewok movie and that's pretty much it she left on a high note is what you're saying (laughs) yeah she was like, you know, I'm not going to be able to kind of surpass that.
1: No cause... more worlds to conquer, she nope. said. <laughs> I, uh, one story I thought was funny, they said when they were auditioning her, right. they just talked to her, and then they brought out, they didn't want to scare her by having a, a, a per, an actual person in an Ewok costume, so they brought out a stuffed Ewok, like on the end of a stick. <laughs> Which to me seems like it would be much more horrifying yeah, I, than he. Yeah. A...
5: <laughs> Here, we impaled this Ewok for <laughs> right. you. Talk to the stick. <laughs> Um, like they were worried she was
1: going to attack it. Like we can't send a real A walk around. Let's send the stick in first.
4: Like the acting just isn't her fault though, because I don't know what her motivation is either. And she's right. got yeah. two lines, and yeah. she's acting against
1: it's w-
2: very what the
4: worst, the worst actor, <laughs> the worst actor.
2: It is very poorly written to begin with. So they 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 would have have to they would have been like. Amazing to even kind of come out with, you know, looking okay in this movie, they would have had to be fantastic actors. But. Well,
1: that's true for all the Star Wars movies.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean.
1: <laughs> as Harrison Ford has shown, you have to be a really charismatic actor to emerge from a Star Wars movie at Unscaled. all. Like, yeah. yeah, like cool. So, uh, um,
2: sorry, yeah According to IMDb, Aubrey Miller lives in Florida with an uncle and works as an intern for a local television news station. Oh, Her star man. sign is Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's her entire IMDb profile. The goat. Yeah, the goat. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Capricorn the blasé tree goat. Uh, Here's a question. Yes. In Return of the Jedi, Ewoks, when they find humans in their forest, they're ready to kill them and eat them right away. Why don't they want to eat
6: her?
1: Oh, they do. There's no question they want to eat her. I don't her. know. They, they seem very friendly and like, oh, okay, it's a little girl. If this was a cartoon, they would look at her and it would be like, they would. she would turn into like a hot dog.
6: Like
1: a veal. Wearing <laughs> a headband <laughs> and, a, and a pink vest. Yeah, yeah, a little plucked, cooked chicken. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would but you like, like to kill her now they, or wait till we get home?
4: <laughs> how can you tell what they want to do? Their faces don't change. That's
1: true. They're terrified.
2: They don't
4: change to talk. Their mouths like kind of, it's like... um like the Triumph the insult comic dog puppet where their mouths just kind of like contract a little bit. It's right. so awful.
1: And you know inside those costumes those actors had to like really like open their mouths wide in order to get the Ewok costume to even move a little bit.
2: Just right. To, you know. Just for the illusion of mouth movement. They had yeah. that. Ah. <laughs> yes. So it would be even more terrifying if you could see their faces.
3: Or <laughs> if you had some kind of weird x-ray vision for a yeah. day and you could see into an Ewok costume. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like a Curse that somebody puts on you. <laughs> sure, you
3: can see
2: through the Ewok costume because you were like, oh, "I thought the Ewoks were scary, but
3: the people you should have asked this genie for a better wish."
4: <laughs> you know what? So, I just just noticed she was inside the ship that her parents were next to.
1: Yeah, and they didn't find
2: her. They
4: didn't. Okay.
6: <laughs>
1: they forgot they locked her in that little trunk. Right. Right.
5: Uh, Which makes me think that that the parents just wanted to get rid of these kids. Yeah, well,
2: we'll discover that they're really bad parents over the course of this. uh, (laughs) uh, And, you know, maybe it is intentional. Maybe they're just like, oh, we can't find our kids, oh no. Well,
1: again, Star Wars does have a history of a lot of bad parents. Right, there you go. (laughs)
2: Uh, So one reason why the Ewoks do not eat Sindel is because they get interrupted by... Hey, guys.
3: (laughs) My notes I'm a, didn't have this. In I'm going ma- ma- to take it. a little bit of an interruption here. Uh, so I watched this movie last night with my lovely wife, pictured here. Uh, she watched the movie. She didn't even come to this, which I do not recommend watching the movie, but coming to this is fine. But so she, while we were watching the movie, she got really excited and started going through her boxes of pictures so she could find a picture of herself dressed kind of like Sindel, <laughs> which I think we can all agree she kind of looks like this little girl from this movie. Totally.
1: <laughs> she is in a grassy environment. It could pass for exactly.
3: indoor. Right. And, uh, that could be Endor. And she does There's have a goat, probably some ferrets. Yeah. yeah,
5: she's got the same sassy attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would like
2: to see that version of the movie where your wife plays Sindel instead of Aubrey Miller. Mm-hmm. I can't help but think it would be
1: better. Is she a Capricorn? <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, I don't know my wife that well, actually. <laughs>
1: Still, we're still working that stuff out. It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. thought
3: you did, but then looking at this picture, you're like, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know this person. <laughs> uh,
2: so they were not interrupted by Stewart's wife. They were actually interrupted by Mace. Mace. Back to George Lucas's list of names he's going to use over and over again.
3: More like Mace, win, don't. Oh. Am I right? Oh, good night, everybody. Uh, everybody. <laughs>
4: This is the point in the movie where my boyfriend came home and asked if I could start it over again. Wow! (laughs) And I did.
6: Wow!
2: (laughs) Like surely he must be missing out. Like he's like, wait,
3: how? I don't understand this.
4: (laughs) No, no, it's the worst because then he just totally tuned out a couple minutes later.
3: (laughs) That's weird.
4: (laughs) No, then he was like, oh, is this over already? And then we like.
1: (laughs) At this part, he was like, "This is the end, right?" (laughs) Yeah. Mace is kind of like a weird mix. Uh, he has the whininess of Luke, right? With the kind of brashness of Han Solo, like a, a poor, like a. So Mace is a combination of Luke and Han Solo,
2: but the he worst, also worse aspects okay. of. He either.
5: looks like a young Mark Hamill, like yeah, he uh, like yeah, clearly George Lucas has a type that he likes, <laughs> and it's this whiny, blondy, I don't know, ir- irritation.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they even kind of dressed him like Luke, uh, with like an orange jumpsuit and some yeah. kind of beige coverall thing. Yeah, he's trying to evoke that. Uh, it's like, hey guys, you remember Star Wars? That was good, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's probably why your boyfriend was like, oh, this is, looks like Star Wars. I right.
2: Yeah, he it had out.
4: the shape of Star yeah. Wars.
1: He's got a gun. He's going to shoot somebody. And this is going to be exciting, I bet. Well, yeah, he busts
2: in with a gun and, and starts threatening the Ewoks to, you know, take your paws off her. He doesn't say take your paws off her. That would be better than what he does. Yeah. What, what he does say is he's threatening them and kind of, you know, ushers the Ewoks over into the corner and in a very kind of, like, uh, bad gangster kind of, uh, kind of voice, he's like, yeah, that's it, mop face. <laughs> Get into the, like... <laughs> like all of a sudden he's a total badass uh, racer guy but then <laughs> moments later he is easily subdued by, by the Ewoks they, one rolls under him they knock him out and they uh, they tie him up into a stretcher which I assume they built on the spot it's the same thing from <laughs> Return of the Jedi where it's like where did they get that from I guess yeah. we just, they just cut out the part where they could just tie him up for a couple of minutes while they built a palanquin
1: they probably dismantled the hang glider and built the uh, oh there you go, out of that, there so. you go. it's there like go. skin
2: glider skin, skin glider, glider. sorry
1: Makes it seem more science fiction-y going <laughs> like it a skin glider.
2: Uh, so they take, you know, Sindel is a willing, uh, willing, not participant, but she goes with them willingly. Mace, they have to tie up. They take them back to their village. They don't show how they subdue Mace. He's just yeah, they that's knock a scene him out. and would like to he's see. tied up onto a stretcher, like yeah. uh, shouting the whole time. Uh, they take him back to the village. Wicket's back at the village, eagerly awaiting everybody. Uh, this
1: village, not in the trees. They were exiled. Were they? No, Is that no. the, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this took place after Return of the Jedi. They're like, you bringing those people who ruined our entire life, so you were exiled from the village. But it's beforehand, so so who knows? So eventually, they got to move up into the trees. Right. It's like they so were the uh, Jeffersons of yeah. the, uh, <laughs> the Ewoks. <laughs> he does dance a lot. That's true. Um,
2: so yeah, there's a, the, They bring him to the village. There's an awkward scene where they try to kind of. Recreate that magic Wait a minute. of R2D2 that and Wicket. That was an
3: awkward scene in this movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, that one awkward scene. Oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, they try to recreate the magic of, you know, uh, that R2D2 and Wicket kind of looking at each other and sizing each other up with Sindel and Wicket, and it's just weird and, and far too awkward. It's, it's you know, they, they kind of stick with it a little too long. It's like, all right, yeah, we get it. They're looking at each other and they're, they're kids and they get along, but it's not very rewarding. <laughs>
3: Uh, no no sexual tension or anything weird. Well,
2: <laughs> not in that scene. A, as all right, so after this, Sindel, <laughs> I don't like where this is going. Sindel, uh mysteriously, after she walks into their 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 uh, little hut here, uh, she just kind of, you know, she's fine one second and then she's like, oh yeah, no wait, I'm deathly ill and just starts coughing. <laughs> they put a blanket on her and she's just like, ah. <laughs> and, uh, no reason whatsoever. She just suddenly, you know, is, is t- about to die of fever. And what Which we're
3: you. like 10 minutes into a, into a Star Wars movie, and there's a kid who's dying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, I assumed it was some kind of like, uh, you know, that introduced into a, a new population, so it was like smallpox or something. Oh, yeah, now maybe. Suddenly she's like, oh, I'm getting infected by all these Ewok right. diseases. Well, it doesn't
2: affect Mace, but I guess she's older. She's younger, her immune system is not yeah, as not developed.
1: not or, yeah. yeah. Um, Let's see what happens.
2: So she, you know, she comes down with fever. They, there's a lot of back and forth. And Mason's like, ah, oh, you have to help her. And he's yelling at these walks And uh, eventually they figure out, oh, we have, we have something for that. And they, you know, they pull
5: out something on a leaf.
4: It is the severed ear of Shrek <laughs> is what it looks like.
5: That, that heals all. Here, drink this bong water out of this thing. They completely misunderstood what he was saying.
3: Yeah, they, they bring out this medicine, and the first thing Mace does is he just starts taking it? Right. <laughs> like, that's not your prescription, dude. <laughs> well, that, again, here's the,
2: the Tawani parents are absolutely awful because their children not only follow strangers home, but then instantly just start taking whatever drugs are offered to them. <laughs> and you know, first they lost them, then they, then they kind of... Uh,
6: I think the parents again.
2: were actually looking. at like, oh, do you think they're going to be good? Right? <laughs> they're hiding here. behind a rock. Yeah. Like, Let's get that escape, escape pod. To, yeah. Get out of here. Uh, so it, they offer, you know, they pull out this leaf with the medicine in it. Mace tastes it or checks it out. And he's like, oh, medicine? <laughs> and uh,
3: the, the Ewok wife, Showdo seems like, again. Showdo Showdo Showdo. This was around the time that he starts demanding food from them by just saying, "Eat, eat food," over and over. Yeah, he's over. <laughs> well it, the
2: language barrier seems because like he's like medicine, and then she kind of nods and she says, chalk. Oh. <laughs> so) <laughs> Uh, hopefully, you know. Yeah, we learn that it
5: is medicine and not chalk. <laughs> it's, it's one of many times in the movie where the human character says a human word right. and the Ewok seems to understand it and nods. Right. And,
2: and sometimes and says a different English. Yeah, it says a, a different
5: word back. It's right. like, okay, well, this is, appears to be a one way. Like <laughs> The Ewoks seem to know English really well.
2: Right. Well, that's uh, so that as Sindel, uh, here's the medicine works, Sindel starts to recover. As she's recovering, there does seem to be a little bit of kind of. It's a weird. I mean, they, they, they're supposed to be becoming friends, but it seems like the, there's a weird crush thing going on where Wicket has a crush on Sindel.
4: Wait, what? Well. I didn't pick up on this even come on. a little bit. He, look at that face. Look at that him.
2: <laughs> While she's recovering, he kind of peers in the window creepily and slowly. What's comes creepy in.
3: about his weird dead eyes? <laughs>
2: And he's he has got a flower, and he sneaks in the window. He offers it to her, and I, 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 swear, I backed it up. I listened to it three or four times. He offers her the flower and says, Rufy.
5: <laughs> I, I was like, that can't be right. I mean, I that's a terrible way to Rufy someone. <laughs> yeah. That's not how that you...
6: Rufy?
2: <laughs> um... But yeah, we learn that... Uh, so they run out of... They give Sindel all the medicine. She's slowly starting to recover. Um, and they, Mace, of course, gets angry that they don't have more medicine because he's the angry young man. He's yelling at them about everything. He's impatient. He is. He must learn patience. <laughs> um, and uh, so they, they, we learn through narration that uh, one tree in the primeval forest contains a special fluid, which only Ewoks know they've is used it Fluid. it's a special fluid I <laughs>
1: don't you know why that sounds gross in a tree <laughs> yeah.
2: they've used it for generations to cure their ills and so this is what this is what they're giving to Sindel they're giving Sindel their special fluid tree fluid <laughs> uh, so they have to go out and get more because they ran out they gave it all to her
6: and you know
2: Mace is angry
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they go out on a quest we're <laughs> like so upset yeah I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> let me get through this <laughs> They go on a quest to get more special fluid. Is
3: this the caravan of courage? This is a no, We're not even close. <laughs> uh,
4: what did I we sign are up 10 for? ten minutes in.
3: <laughs> the
2: uh, uh, part of the, the, the mission to get special
3: fluid, Mace gets his Mace gets his arm stuck in a tree. <laughs> Can you blame him though, dude? He saw like a weird face. He's going to go grab that face. There was a cute little face animal in a
2: hole. He stuck his arm in there and all of a sudden it turned into something that looks kind of like a smaller version of the space slug, but sounds kind of like Chewbacca's dad. (laughs) (laughs) And it just reaches out and grabs his arm and pulls him in there. And he's, you know, of course.
4: It's like a R-O-U-S puppet that was like in a fire.
1: (laughs) Uh, According to my research, it was the slug from Empire Strikes Back. Really? They reused it, but oh, I mean, behind the scenes, not. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't the sc one. It was. A, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, after not eating the falcon, it, <laughs> it just shrunk down. <laughs>
5: they, are, they all turn into giants once they land on the forest <laughs> moon of <laughs> Endor. Um, so that once again, they have to. You know, the Ewoks help free mace from his tree that he's caught in because um, he's like there's a hole let me stick something in it
4: I mean he's 14 that's how you
5: get special fluid
3: so is that the game plan that this slug has that it just waits for people to go get this f- special fluid right. and it's like well, well I trick them to stick their hand in this hole yeah. and so You think
2: it. was the fuzzy thing part of the space slug or was it like a it team bought, it
3: bought it at a store
2: Oh, right. it's a little like a puppet, yeah. like a little fuzzy puppet on a stick.
3: Um, so they, they get the
2: special fluid, they bring it back. <laughs> no! Uh, Sindel recovers fully.
1: This was about the time in my notes where I was like, I wish they included the commercials, in the original yeah. commercials, because oh. I was like, I want to see, see local news commercials more than I want to keep seeing Ewoks, if only. There's no fighting the frizzies here.
6: No.
2: Uh, so... Syndol recovers. She and Wicket are hanging out. Uh, <laughs> she teaches Wicket some uh, English, basic words, by uh, recanting her story of how they how they landed here, and she says, "Space cruiser crashed." Wicket starts repeating it: "Space cruiser crashed." Uh, for like 30 years since the 31 years since this aired I've been saying that's the only thing that I remember from this was space cruiser crash space cruiser crash
4: and then she goes do you have space cruisers
2: (laughs) the next after that is the thing that I should have been quoting for for 30 years where she's wicked goes gets what he thinks is a space cruiser and she's like that's not a star cruiser
5: that's a horse (laughs) Uh, common mistake which not only do they have horse but they've got the same word I guess yeah It's not a space horse. It's not a. This was
4: the part of the movie where I wrote down, is this a fan film? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, No, it's a horse. Of course, um, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So, despite having. Despite the Ewoks having saved their lives multiple times at this point, Mace uh, is not impressed. (laughs) 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 He is very. just, and it wants to get out of there. He's like, oh, come on. Like, you want to you wanna stay here with these walking hairbrushes? He calls them animals. Come though. on, Sindel. They're animals. Let's get out of here. We're going to go find mom and dad. Uh, and so he hatches, well, not even an escape plan. The Ewoks aren't holding them captive. They're being quite uh, uh, hospitable and holding, you know, uh, good hosts. And yet Mace <laughs> they just gave, it, like... They gave the girl two doses of life-saving <laughs> medicine at this point. All of their medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Enough I mean, that they had to go out and get more. And yet, these animals. Uh, so they, they escape during the night. There's a really cool scene of, uh, of a wolf howling in front of the moon, although we, it's not the moon because we're on the moon.
1: So It's, a it's not a wolf. It's a, it's, it's, a, a, it's one of the bo- boar. It's a boar. Well, certainly a boar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so uh, what we'll find out is a boar wolf. Right. And there's a cool stop motion scene of it howling in front of the, the I guess, the planet of Endor in a very cool kind of... Uh,
1: before they sneak out, there is a very creepy shot of the Ewoks all sleeping on the floor. Yeah, and there's like a close-up of like Ewok teeth. <laughs> that is so disturbing like, and like David Cronenberg esque. Uh. Just I mean, in, they pan in, it in it an Ewok mouth, like, not yeah. just
2: like in a jar. It's like a like a dentures.
1: That would be less creepy. <laughs> that <would. laughs> And they pan over it twice. It's almost like they're like, we really oh. wanted you to see these Ewok teeth. Oh. Uh, so they we're not even part way through this. They run a. <laughs>
2: They run out into the uh, sneak out into the forest. You can—it's hard to see here because the lights are up. But the uh, there's a nice shot of them kind of running off, uh, just kind of holding hand in hand. Uh, They they get into the forest. They have a a campfire scene where they kind of talk about how they miss mom and dad, and they they just wish everything. That's one of the only
4: lines in this entire movie. (laughs) Yeah, well, like 80 times, Sindel just I miss mommy and daddy. And like uh, a, a Mace going, we're going to find them. Yeah. The exchange is the only dialogue. I guess
1: in case people forgot what the plot of the story was at this point, like, what are they looking for?
4: Like, right. oh, right, mommy
1: and dad. It's just been bears talking for a half hour. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um,
2: well, Mace, you know, Mace breaks down, and he says, I just, I just wish I would never have done anything wrong. <laughs> that is a good all? regret. Yeah, that's a good... I wish that.
3: It's great because it hints at all this backstory that we don't get at the beginning of the movie. What did he do wrong? Did he steal something? Did he stab his mother? Who knows? (laughs) Did he cause the
2: crash?
4: Probably. Probably.
3: I bet he did.
4: Wait, that would have been so much better.
2: If he had come out and said that he caused the crash?
4: Uh, just if, if something had happened in this movie.
5: <laughs> Instead of this vagary where you just like, I wish I was a good kid. If they're like, we have to flee to the forest moon of Endor because you're a murderer, Mace. <laughs> you killed all your classmates back home. <laughs> this is the only recourse.
1: Yet again, they have to relocate.
2: <laughs> uh, so Sindel is, oh, you know, missing on my dad. So she seems kind of... Uh, realist, or, or if not negative, realist. And she was like, oh, well, you know, maybe then mom and dad would still be alive. And he was like, oh, don't worry. You know, Mace is just kind of uh, reassuring her and, and the slightly creepy line, don't worry, I will protect you. I will be mom and dad. <laughs> uh, but luckily, more exposition gets interrupted by another crazy animal. So they get interrupted by a boar wolf. The boar wolf chases them off into the forest. They hide in a, in a hole that the boar wolf could easily fit into, but doesn't.
4: Mace drops his gun, but it's he like chucks his gun, yeah. like away from him,
2: and it doesn't pay. It's not like oh, he dropped his gun; they're gonna get his. But he just drops it, leaves yeah. it out there. The boar wolf kind of you know goes to it's like goes I can't sleep use this. I'm i like,
4: I'm a boar wolf,
2: and the gun is still there in the morning.
4: He's also very clearly like claymated. And then, like, yeah. inserted well, the great,
2: green screen. Well,
3: he's a green screen, different effects. Which I, I'm he's... totally cool with. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me more Boar please. <laughs> yeah.
5: This is my
4: <laughs> favorite
3: thing
5: in the movie. Like, it looks like, I don't know, like, the crazy, like, rats from the beginning of Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Like, yeah. crossed with, like, the rabbit that gets pulled out of the hat in the Joe Dante Twilight <laughs> Zone segment. <laughs> That's what I was
1: going to say. The, uh, the, uh, the, it's, it's, like, yeah.
5: really goofy in a way that the rest of the movie isn't.
4: It's like yeah. that thing they turn inside out in Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a good. Uh, it's a mixture of effects. There's like the stop motion one here, and then the, sometimes it's a puppet, and sometimes it's a comment. You know, they green screen it in with it's Ewoks, p- kind of stabbing yeah. at nothing. Sometimes yeah, one, it's of the, just
3: a paw one of the weirdest things about the it is when the Ewoks eventually kill it. Spoiler alert! Right, uh, it falls down dead. They stabbed it a bunch, and there's this weird smoke coming out of its mouth. <laughs> like, is that what happens when we die? <laughs> that was the is that its soul leaving? Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to join Yoda and all those dudes up in <laughs> the Force? <laughs> Cut
2: To the end of Return of the Jedi, there's you know, Yoda and, and Anakin just kind of nodding in assent at Luke's you know, journey, and then all of a sudden a Beowulf ghost just comes and chases them off the screen.
6: <laughs>
2: uh, where are we?
1: Are there Jedi boar wolves? <laughs> <laughs>
6: uh,
2: well, we learned. We have our answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they kill it, and they find uh, on the boar wolf's, in his pocket, why does he have pockets, I don't know, they find a, uh, the life monitor. D- they find their dad's life monitor, which is like a bracelet. It's like a has... Fitbit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they find dad's Fitbit, and uh, the narrator conveniently tells us, Mace must find the master of the beast if they are ever to rejoin their parents.
4: How, how did Mace know that?
2: He didn't. The narrator knew that. The narrator
5: told them. Right. <laughs> they look up. They're like, oh, okay. Thanks, Burl. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> Burl. I always think of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer when Burl Eyes sure. comes on, yeah. especially because it has to do with like families and stuff. It sounds and yeah. you know they're fighting a giant monster <laughs> <and> Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. Um,
2: well, in, so the, this now that they're on there, they realize they have a quest. They have to. They have a. They have a direction. We have to find the, the monster's master, the beast's master, not the beast master. That'd be a better. Although movie. there are oh. ferrets. Yeah, there's in the movie.
4: totally ferrets in this yeah, movie. Yeah, true.
2: Um, so they go. That bring them, brings them to Low Gray's hut. You guys all—you guys all remember Low Gray from *Return of the Jedi*. Uh, Low Gray, I think maybe it's a title, maybe it's an honorific or something. Because here, Low Gray in *Return of the Jedi* looks frightening, sure, but you know, somewhat—I'm uh, not going to say cute, but
1: uh, you know, he's not—he's not horrifying.
4: I had remembered Ewoks as being cute, and then yeah. I watched this. Did Wicked's, they always look like this?
1: Wicked's really the only cute one. The other ones all look. Like, Wicked off. off. Like, yeah. like, Hills Have Eyes versions of Wicked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in this, when they go to Logreys' hut here, Low Gray looks like this.
1: That's not the same guy. <laughs> he was doing a lot of, like, uh, shamanic, right. you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> rituals <laughs> Yeah, He was, like, in the middle of a, of a dream quest. At that he time. did
2: that weird thing where all of a sudden he comes out of the trance and his hair is a different color, <laughs> like... Um, yeah, but he's he's pretty creepy. He uh, he uses a magic dreidel of some sort <laughs> uh, to figure out that uh, the uh, parents are being held captive by the Gorax, who we we saw him at the beginning of the film. But uh, <laughs> now they know. Yeah. Uh, who will speak for the trees? Uh, the Gorax, who lives in a land from which no Ewok has ever returned, uh, and th- this it's very dangerous, very scary for the Ewoks. Deej thinks about it for. Uh, Twenty second? No, not even. Five seconds. And then in, in broken but completely uh, intelligible English says we help you. And then that's the, we're on our quest. We realize we have a, we have a mission. The ux are going to help the
1: kids find their parents. Well that's also when Wicked says yup. celebrate the fact that yeah. they're going to now go on this quest together. So first appearance of <laughs> Yub Nub. <laughs> Yub Nub uh, Nub? What is Yub-nub. the phrase? Yub Nub? Yub Nub Yub. Yeah, either or. Okay, regional regional dialects. Right. <laughs> Hooray, uh, hurrah! So, you know, exactly. Like that.
4: This is around the point in my notes where it just becomes a list of like things I hate. Just, as, like,
1: <laughs> just in general, or it, yeah, not even says, related yeah, to this. It,
4: it says I hate this narrator. The idea of these costumes lying lifeless somewhere upsets me so much.
1: On screen, you mean?
4: Oh no, but they're like yeah. probably still somewhere in the world, and like it's not a world I want to live in. <laughs>
2: This? Really? <laughs> you don't want to open a closet and find this?
6: <laughs>
2: uh, we get some exciting loading equipment music. It's very much like, oh, we're packing up for our quest. Uh, before they depart, Logre has to give them, he has to bestow upon them the sacred totems of the legendary Ewok warriors.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: mainly this involves kind of headdresses of different colors, like feathered headdresses in three different colors that go to the, uh, the Ewok uh, family, the, wa- the Warwick family. Tom saw. Uh, Sindel gets a candle, and Mace gets a rock.
3: He Much like rock. Charlie Brown.
2: <laughs> uh, um,
3: and w- Wicket gets a cool walking
2: stick. Walking oh, yeah, Wicket yeah. gets a magic walking stick.
1: Yeah, this is like the Galagia It's not LC. cool.
2: I was joking there, guys. <laughs> it is a stick. Don't, don't, be, don't be fools. Don't get too excited. It's still a stick.
1: Although this does confirm the existence of magic in the Star Wars universe. Mm. So, uh,
2: they do say magic walking
1: stick although they might ju- it might just be technological they think it's magic right. or that's the brand oh.
2: <laughs> M-A-J-I-K a magic, yeah. um,
1: it doesn't say magic it doesn't.
2: <laughs> so they, they pack everything up there's a cool uh, uh, Wicket and Sindel share a private cabin on the back of a horse well, see you, it's more of this, this budding romance um, and they, they No <laughs> They take off into the woods on their quest. Uh, almost immediately they meet Chukatroc. Chukatroc? Chukatroc. You're, you're saying it right. It's Chukatroc. Chukatroc. Succotash. Suffering Chukatroc, the Ewok Woodsman.
1: He cuts um, down a tree, blocks their path.
2: Yeah. It's very much, you know, uh, uh, it's almost like a video game. Uh, well, I guess video games are almost like more like this. Uh, how, many very, video, very, how many quest video games were there before very this? Dull video games. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, as soon as they set off, there's this obstacle. They have to kind of befriend this guy to get through it, and then he joins their party. Um, their caravan. Their caravan
3: of courage. Of courage.
2: <laughs> they give him a tooth, which fits into his skull necklace, and then that's how they know that he's the right one to join their party. Uh, played by Kevin Thompson, the vine-swinging Ewok from Return of the Jedi. Uh,
3: yeah. they... And when, when this guy shows up, Mace is not having it. No. He's like, I do not like this dude. He's a jerk. And then yeah. after about... Like, it's like, after...
5: I'm the jerk in this caravan. <laughs> yeah. We then already the... got a jerk. It's then me. They t-
3: then they take turns throwing uh, axes at yeah. a tree. Right. And then he's like, oh, I like this guy's style. He can ride with me.
5: <laughs> but by the way, Mace is like totally... He's like, oh, man, you, sh- you threw that axe so awesomely. Like, he's so amazed at the axe throwing. They threw the axe the exact same way. Right. It's not like that's Robin Hood he where he awesome. like, shoots an arrow and then like, they shoot an arrow that splits the thing.
1: No, it lands in... Doesn't it land in yeah, but it, if, Mace's... If, if Mace's
2: axe wasn't there, it would have just landed in the oh, same okay. spot that his. You yeah, know, if they see. had just reset it, taken the axe out, it would have been the exact same throw. Right. But for some reason, that's impressive.
5: Yeah, they're nice. equal Axemen, is all I'm saying. <laughs>
1: the the they are, They're uncanny Axemen. Oh.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat>
4: this uh, is from, like, a point in, like, fil- filmmaking where, like, all teenagers were written by, like, angry kid Mad Libs. <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: okay. You're a noun.
4: <laughs> I don't have to blank. You're not my real blank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's also because, like, you know, the Ewoks are, like, two and a half feet tall, three feet tall. And then there's Maze, who's, like, this 14-year-old. Basically, it'd be, like, you're walking around, like, a 14-year-old giant. Right. Who's, like, erratic and, like, from moment to moment. Can, like, it would be, if yeah. I would be that, I'd be like, you stay here because you scare me more than that Gorax. Like, like
2: a 10-foot-tall adolescent.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh.
2: Horrifying. Uh, so then they, they continue a little bit with uh, Down the Forest Path. They're in a cloud of smoke. I'm assuming it's smoke because she acts very stoned throughout the rest of the movie. They run into Kank. Kank.
4: Oh my God. I had it written down as Hank. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they had a wizard named Hank in this movie.
2: She, she's a woman. A wizard? Wait, named really? Yeah. Okay. Kank yeah. the Ewok priestess. Priestess.
4: Wait, if this movie passes the Bechtel test, there is no excuse. <laughs>
1: You can tell she's a lady because she has a shirt on. All the other Ewoks oh, are just yeah. going around topless. She has, like, a, like a gown on, so, so, you know, you don't want to... Uh, yeah. Kank was featured
2: in the safety video and boarding party for the Star Tours ride in its original, I guess, incarnation. Not in the, not in the one that we saw. But, oh. um, although I think she was topless in that. They, didn't, they took her hood off. Uh, she was oh, well, played by Margarita I... Fernandez, who was uh, in this. Uh, she was under the, under the rainbow. Uh, she was a stunt duck in Howard the Duck. Uh, Bring and in the stunt duck. One of the Emperor penguins in Batman Returns. Uh,
5: she's very much Wait, a stone. The, <laughs> I don't understand the sad reaction from the audience <laughs> to that. Like Howard oh, the, how far she's fallen? How far she's fallen from Howard the Duck to being a penguin in Batman Returns. She's great at playing birds. Yeah. She lost the ability to fly
2: in between movies, so she's uh, like,
6: sorry.
2: oh. Uh, Howard couldn't fly. <laughs> Uh, Kank makes them pass a magical test which involves turning a lizard into a mouse somehow I don't <laughs> she holds out a crystal uh, and with mace it turns into a lizard he freaks out he's like we don't need this lady let's get out of here and then Sindel picks it up it turns into a nice mouse and then that's okay you
1: passed the test right. she's the Yoda of
2: yes of Endor in a sense
1: the magic yeah. tree.
2: And, uh, but good news, everybody the caravan is now complete. The narrator tells us we're, we got our party, we're ready
1: to go.
5: Yeah, this is the point in which I turned to Stu and I was like, oh great, their fing cotet is all assembled. <laughs> <Right.
1: Yeah.
5: laughs> Do you uh, think
1: Mace could beat an Ewok in a fight? No. Like, if, a, if they were fighting to the death barehanded, could Mace, no, would no, no, Mace no. win? Would? No?
3: That's a lot of furry to have to dig through. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he'd strangle him? What are you thinking? <laughs> It's strictly hand-to-hand, no weapons, yeah, yeah, no, no weapons. Does, does no. he still have that rock, or did he just throw it away on the mm-hmm. ground like it's garbage?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, we forgot to mention
2: that. Everybody else is into their their special gifts, their, their uh, mystical, I don't, what were they? The...
3: A candle, a walking stick, and a bunch of weird head <laughs> Right.
2: <laughs> and uh, they, everybody else is like, oh, thanks, great. And, and Mace is just like, oh, I don't want a rock, and he throws it on the ground. Wicket picks it up because Wicket is He wants two pieces of magic. Yeah. He's yeah. like, "Might as well be Wicked more magic." Greedy. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's like he'd never heard a parable before. The worst one's gonna be the best one.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why his parents didn't, you know, they're bad parents. They didn't read him any parables. They taught him, "Yeah, go ahead with strangers and do drugs. It's cool." Um, so, and, and they, they taught him, you know, if you see just, you know, random stuff that could be dangerous or scary, just go touch it, you know, cause immediately we get into trouble. Mace gets trapped in a magical lake.
4: <laughs> this is the part of the movie where I realized I've seen this and this is the only part I've remembered for mm. like a really long time. I've been, a fr- <laughs> I legitimately have a fear of my head getting underwater and I really like I've always been like there was this one movie I watched where this kid like went underwater and when he came back up it was glass or something I don't know how I remember this movie really messed me up you guys sorry you
3: can can see his uh, Fitbit bracelet right there yeah (laughs) it's his life
5: monitor so they know he's alive but this is also the part of the movie I'm like okay well hold on the forest moon of Endor has like magic lakes yeah like why didn't they knock Darth Vader into one of those dude (laughs) (laughs) That would be an awesome just ending
2: to the movie. <laughs> now, like, like I don't know, defeat Darth I, Vader. Like, hey, you need some water. Oh.
5: But it's weird to think like where your line is with these sorts of movies. Because I'm like, all right, fine. The Force. The Force is basically magic. <laughs> Everyone's got the Force. The, the Force is this religion thing. It's magic. But a magic lake that you touch <laughs> and then you can't get out of. That is crazy. That is.
2: That's that's too much. That's gone too far. <laughs> Uh, the way to get him out of the magic lake, you know, of course, they're trying to do everything. They stick a branch in there, it disappears. They throw (laughs) some rope in there, it disappears. Um, So Sindel, of course, the voice of reason is the littlest girl. Sindel says, oh, Wicket, your magic stick, magic walking stick, put that in there, because, you know, like, we've been given powerful weapons. Let's put it in the place that makes everything disappear. (laughs) (laughs) But it it happens to work in this case, because the stick just goes through. The two magic forces equal each other. And uh, they pull Mace. Unfortunately, they pull Mace out of the lake
3: uh, before then, he gets Freddy Krueger. Basically, right?
2: Uh, if he woke up and this was all a dream, <laughs> we'd all be better off. The um, <laughs> then the uh, I don't have a slide for it, but the the, the pimped out horse that uh, Wicked and, and Sindel are riding around in. It runs off with Cinder trapped inside. It looks
3: like a horse with a beehive on its back. Yeah,
2: basically. Like a big, like a like a, and all
3: the stunt money goes to this thing running away, right?
2: And then for no, well, tiny
5: bears try to stop it, (laughs) right?
2: Yeah, it's impressive horse riding for this. Basically, a little person in a like head to toe carpeting, riding a Shetland pony. To like grabbing another horse by the reins and like does it successfully, so like
1: that's a, he was a good uh, stunt performer. Yeah, they had a real cheat where you see the horse running off, and then you see the Ewok running towards it, and then it's a close-up of the Ewok landing on the horse. Like, <laughs> right? Even a regular guy running and jumping on a horse would be an impressive thing to see, let alone an Ewok doing. it. But yeah. you know, I guess that'll have to be for the special edition, the, the <laughs> CGI <laughs> <laughs> effects sure. and uh, yeah, it special special jumps off a Ronto flips. onto its back. <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I know that I probably should just be grateful that like anything was happening at this point in the movie, <laughs> but like it occurred to me that all of the things that happen along the way are just like vague, unrelated tangents. And well, it's and, like and, and, now, now this is happening. It's like, right. it's like it's like it's like if you've ever watched a movie stoned and you're like, I kind of get that there's a plot. I cannot piece together why these <laughs> things are happening but I know the sequence in which they happened and like you keep reminding yourself of that that's what watching this movie felt like only it was just for real
3: it's a rambling road movie like easy rider (laughs) (laughs) let's hope it ends the same (laughs) (laughs) just kidding
1: yeah and so far the two things that happen on their quest mace falls in the lake and their horse runs away are both things that it's their own incompetence that gets yeah. them in these challenges once again like he stuck th- his
3: hand in a hole it got
1: fit yeah twice <laughs> he stuck his hand somewhere where it didn't belong yeah. Ewoks have to rescue him
2: this is a good recurring theme um, a real
5: hero's journey
2: <laughs> yeah so
1: and it's almost like the fact that it's a Star Wars movie and this kid almost keeps getting his hand cut off like, oh, yeah it's tantalizing so close, <laughs> every time <laughs>
0: Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
2: Uh, they rescue the, the runaway horse. Uh, they, <laughs> they set up camp. They, they uh, you know, back up. They, they bed down for the night. Uh,
1: suddenly, they get attacked by a swarm
2: of Tinkerbells.
1: Yeah, the like uh, little fairies that little fairies, fly little around. pixies called yeah.
2: Wisties. Wisties. Wisties.
1: Now, do they say that in the movie, or do they? No. Is that... Okay.
2: It's not even in the credits. Somehow, I don't think in the credits. There's like a pixie. Uh, actually, yeah. in the credits, there's pixie animators, and one of the pixie animators is Henry Selick, who also did uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, James and the Giant Peach,
1: all that stuff. Yeah. Coraline. <laughs> Can't you
2: tell? you really yeah, phoned it
4: in here. Yeah. I
1: actually think the, for considering this is a low budget travesty, I think the, the 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 things are actually look pretty good. It's one of the better parts of the movie. I'll I say, mean, they really it? look like you can see them every now and again as little like little like people shaped things as yeah. opposed to just lights flying around. So, uh, so I mean, you
5: know. the effect is fine. Yeah, I have a I have a problem with the fact that this scene goes on for fifteen oh, no, hours. No, no, not right, you yeah. know. There are some places where this scene is still happening. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I think they paused for at least one or two commercial breaks
5: during this scene.
3: <laughs> this just uh, now you join us in progress
5: with the uh, attack of the whisties. <laughs> there's just scene there's just <laughs> like a, for minutes after on end, it's just scenes of like a ha ho ha ha ho ha he ha they're flying around us. Oh, oh, what's happening? Lights, ha ho ha <laughs> and it keeps happening. <laughs> There are two
2: great reactions. There's one, uh, the dad, Weege, comes out of his hut, sees what, what's going on, and he just kind of, ah. Uh,
4: the dad's name is Weege? Weege. One of the other Weege? kids' name is Deej. Sorry, Deej, oh. Deej.
2: <laughs> Weege, <Deege. laughs> Uh And then the, the Hank, the Ewok <laughs> Prince, uh, Prince priestess, who's a, a you know, stone old mystic lady, just kind of walks out, and she's just kind of like, you know, sleepy-eyed, looking around, and everybody else is jumping around, reacting, and she's just kind of like, yeah. yeah. Fairies, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, they may ca- well, for no reason at all. They're like none of this pays off. There's none of these things. Are like oh, like this will come back later. Well, none of it pays off. Uh, there's no, they a come, they come back.
4: What, one well, of them. One will come back.
2: back. Yeah, but yeah. this part where for oh. some reason, uh, Sindel's candle. Yeah. She she she's like oh, I love this candle. It stays lit all the time and puts it out. And all the Tinker Bells go into the candle. After a while,
1: like yeah. at first yeah. you're like no appreciable effect. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Yeah they, never, yeah, they never. They're still in the candle, I guess.
3: Yeah, That's to this a, day, except for yeah. the one that falls on the ground, and then we get a lot of shots of this kid holding it.
1: Yeah, yeah there's. Uh, it's again.
3: I'm sorry, this looks like a weird.
6: What is that?
3: This is like dianetics or something. But <laughs> the
2: uh, there's one that that kind of doesn't. I don't know if he's injured or whatever, but uh, um, she so kind of it isn't with the pack. All of them go into the candle, except there's one that they find. Mace keeps it in his pocket.
4: They find out it eats giggles. <laughs>
2: yeah, they take it into the hut. It gets out, and the, as they're it's floating around, and as they laugh, it seems to be flying around more. And so there's a weird scene where Wicket and Mace and Sindel are rolling around laughing, and the thing's flying around them. And then uh, he said, I think, they, I think she eats giggles. Then, so uh, I that's it was tick- horrifying. It's not, no giggles. Oh, it's giggles? I think she eats giggles. Okay, that makes more sense. And then Mace, I guess, <laughs> they're giggle eaters. And they laugh at that. Yeah. And that's, that's, they're
1: giggle eaters, everybody. Um, well, there's also a scene of uh, the Ewoks eating not <laughs> eating the wisties <laughs> no not eating oh, but, okay. but uh, like eating like cookies okay I guess after Return of the Jedi I like we gotta include another scene of that Ewok eating right. cookies that was we have to <laughs> that they like cookies <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. it was the money shot of the um, <laughs> so
2: finally after all those things that have nothing to do with anything they reached the fortress of the Goraks Mhm. Uh, they, they, outside the fortress of the Gorax, they're like, all right, how do we get in? It's a, it's a giant tower. Uh, and Hank, Kank realizes that it's, oh, use your rock. That rock, now is the perfect time for your rock. We're at a giant rock palace. Mace is like, oh, I I threw it away. What is the thinking behind that?
1: I want to, well, doesn't somebody have, no one has a magic rope, do they? No. They threw all the
2: rope at the lost children earlier. right, right.
1: Well, why would a rock be the thing that gets you going? It's Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's giant fly, this giant, giant castle cut out of
2: rocks? Use that rock.
1: Yeah.
4: Rock that's what rock. you're mad rock about rock. in well, this movie?
1: No, I'm mad about plenty, but that seemed especially just kind of like, well, we needed an excuse for him to not have that rock. So, yeah, this mm-hmm. will be a... Yeah. Like, if it was a glass door, okay, that's a good time to use the rock. Right. Anyway, moving on. I'm like more the, mad the that the solution
5: houses. of this all, like, he, he, like once, once Wicked's like, oh, I, I have that rock that you right. threw away... They like they rattle it around like oh there's something in the rock oh oh he throws it in the ground like an arrow, like a magic arrowhead comes out of it yeah. and I'm like why did they add this f***ing extra step <laughs> <laughs> couldn't the guy distributing the magic items be like here's a magic arrowhead right. rather than like I'm gonna hide it in this rock <laughs> that you're gonna throw away because you're like I don't want to carry a rock.
4: Right. But it's to teach Mace that no, sometimes Mace learns nothing. the packages you get have... Sometimes when you... I'm hold on, coming up yep. with it. Sometimes <laughs> there, sometimes you can see magic in the little Sometimes things.
5: the littlest packages <laughs> have the biggest magic. <laughs>
2: sometimes when you break a rock, there's something inside.
1: When God breaks that... a rock, he gives you an
2: arrowhead. <laughs> So uh, of course, you know uh, Chuka Chuk is very upset with Mace.
6: <laughs> <laughs> For, <laughs> the word what happened the to him? <laughs>
2: Chukatrak Chuk is just like, who is this kid? Why do we have is him? Is he
1: molting? What's going on? <laughs> they should never appear in direct sunlight. It just <laughs> yeah. looks
6: this is <laughs> zombie Ewok. Yeah. <look. laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, so the the magic arrowhead leads them into a uh, up to a, a boulder that's blocking a cave. Mace is like, oh, I have a gun. And of course, he understands that. So he blasts the, the boulder.
1: The only time we see a laser shot in the entire movie, right? Uh, no, I think he tried to shoot the boar wolf, but it wasn't working. Right, a, so this is the only time. and He shoots only, a rock. <laughs> yeah. Not the like only a, effective, yeah. effective shot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For now. The, uh, so they, they open up this cave. They just say, all right, they go inside.
4: Well, it's because the arrow has to point them. They yeah, put the I, arrow...
2: It leads it, like, them into Inigo the cave. Like Inigo Montoya,
4: their way in. Yeah,
2: slides along the the ground to the to the rock. They bust open the rock and the, points out the cave.
1: Is this the only thing that arrow is you ever can be used for? Like this one, <laughs> like single use arrowhead. But like, he wouldn't even yeah. get him inside. Like he needed to bring
4: that gun
3: with him, right? <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah.
5: Well, yeah then, it's just it, it's as effective as a sign that would say entrance yeah, would right, be yeah.
4: even though that's Borac. the most entrance looking rock formation <laughs> right.
3: as yeah. rock formations go yeah.
4: right it's very
2: entrancey uh, so they go inside they, they stop in, a, in the kind of antechamber of the cave and they realize <laughs> alright now that we've passed all these dangers um, now is a good time to leave the children behind <laughs> So Sindel and Wicket and I, I forgot the youngest, uh, the second youngest uh, Ewok brother.
1: Kasa <laughs> <Huzzah. laughs> earlier,
3: uh, di- earlier we didn't mention that there were baby Ewoks at the village. Yeah. Baby Ewoks are cute and sometimes look oh, like burritos. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, they were, I found them so disturbing.
2: Yeah, I think in, the, in Return of the Jedi, they were kind of cute, and this is like, well, we, kinda, we have the puppet. We don't remember how they lit it or performed it, so <laughs> it's like,
5: <laughs> like, let's move gl- it around a little bit. So here's some- an eraser head Ewok baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> let's, let's glue some beard trimmings to Mac and me over here.
2: Uh, yeah, so they did leave uh, the youngest youngest behind. I guess it's several steps. The babies get left behind with the mom and then uh, the, the, the next level of kids get to go on the, the part of the quest that leads them up into this you know cavern, into this cave room.
4: It is Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, that's the levels <laughs> inside this thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's the show?
4: What? Yeah. Is that that thing? 90s Adam? Nickelodeon. Adam? Yeah, I'm getting confirmation
2: that's that thing that...
4: Yeah. Olmec and all the kids compete.
5: That I've heard that? that it exists.
4: Yeah, that's, okay. That's I'm thing. sorry. No, it's fine. It's...
5: This was a game show.
4: It's okay. Then they like, say a poem to a book. They the
5: dragon. <laughs> I'm listening.
6: Um.
2: <laughs> so they leave the, the young ones behind. They, they go into the cave. Their first obstacle that they have to cross. Well, even before that, they
1: have to put on their magic hats.
2: Oh, right. Magic hats. Everybody, it's like the 3D scenes uh, you know, in, a, in yeah. a movie on TV. It's like, all right, everybody, put on your 3D glasses. Put on your crazy wing hats. Which have
1: no payoff correct? No.
2: The they don't wing not fly, fly or no. give them special powers. No, there's they're no just... reason why they're different colors. Okay, it's yeah. just... Gotcha. Um, so uh, they, they have to cross this giant spider web. Mm-hmm. And it seems, you know, fairly uh, benign. It's like, oh, great, there's a spider web. You know, we can just run across it. Mace, uh, of course, is excited. He's like, oh, yeah, we can, we can go across this. Uh, I used to climb spider webs like this back home. <laughs> yeah, he's like, come on, it's just like climbing a ladder sideways. Which Come on. I, I'm,
1: I'm human from Earth, and I don't know what that means. It's a
2: space I mean, I've never
1: done that. It's a space thing.
4: We can do it. This is very clearly a sturdy rope bridge. Yeah,
1: there you go. My impulsive actions have never resulted in bad actions. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, of course, spider web.
2: What comes next? Giant spider attack.
1: Uh, Another L-O-T-R ends. shout
3: out. Oh, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's Coming. a thing. Coming out. I, if the... the the first spider that attacks him gets easily dispatched, and it falls down a pit.
2: Well, yeah, it, it spider so, comes and attacks them. They're a little bit scared.
5: So, so hey. which which of the three rubbery spiders do you think looks rubberiest? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Why? the first or the last? <laughs>
3: The one that they roll around with at, at the end, the kids have to roll around yeah. with, and then they stab it in the belly.
5: That's the most... Well, I that's think, real Ed Wood... Uh,
3: I yeah, well, all of this
2: is... <laughs> right, you can kind of see the strings here above the spider. It's very much like, oh, well, it's a spider. Up, I mean. that's the good yeah, yeah I I spiders, guess the... you can have them hanging this on This was
4: line. the point in the movie where I wrote down, like, was Lucasfilm trying to pull uh, the producers? It's
2: right. <laughs> just <laughs> a money hole.
5: I mean, this is definitely the silliest part of the movie. This is where it's like, okay, this is not a George Lucas production. This is William (laughs) Castle-level stuff going on right now.
3: Maybe if we make the fangs goopy enough, they won't pay (laughs) attention to the weird movements it's making. Well, it uh, yeah, Kank
2: hypnotizes it for a second to distract it. Its <laughs> eyes start, <laughs> she moves her crystal around, and it, its eyes start glowing, and it kind of pauses long enough for everybody to cross the, the spider web.
1: I will say I do think the scene where it hypnotizes it is one of the better, like, looking, right. every time I feel like I'm saying something positive, everyone's looking at me like, What? <laughs> Given Go the rest on. of the movie, to see
5: where the scene where like, she hypnotizes the spider,
1: I thought was well done.
5: Yeah, the moment where someone hypnotizes a rubber spider <laughs> is a highlight of an Ewok adventure. Caravan of Courage says Alex Robinson.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be on the back of the DVD, though. Right. That part where she hypnotizes
2: the spider, yeah, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> so. uh
2: Hypnosis broken. It tries to run after them. a truck kind of chops down the spider web. The spider falls into a bottomless pit chasm, never to be heard from again. He
3: chops down their means of escape. Right. Right. This is now a at suicide mission. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Past the point of no return. So, and they also well, showed from the exterior, it's a very tall tower. Yes. But you don't get the impression that they climbed up. No. No, they're in the basement. So they're still like at ground level. So that pit right. is okay. that pit is endless, except for the fact that the spider falls
2: down and ends up attacking Sindel and Wicked in the very next scene. I think it's the same spider who just falls down, like, oh, okay, here I am. And he goes and he attacks, it's hard to see here, but Sindel and Wicked and the other unnamed Ewok. Yep.
3: Wicket oh. rolls around with it while Sindel stands back and watches. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh, and Wicked, you know, shows off,
2: he's the hero, and he just kind of no, stabs Pete. it in the gut. <laughs> No. He's a hero. <laughs> he, stab, he does a much, you know, he doesn't uh, trick it, he doesn't knock it down, no, but he actually like... stabs and kills it. With the, does he use the magic walking stick? No, he's just got a knife. What, so it. what does he use the magic walking stick for? Uh, he needed the walking stick to, to get the kid mace. out of the pool.
1: But
5: it didn't work, right? <laughs> no, it did.
2: He got Mace out of the out of the lake with the walking stick. Oh, the
5: walk okay. And that was it.
2: That was single a single use walking
5: stick. Oh, I do like that this is a traditional quest where every magic item is good for one thing right, on right. the quest and one thing only.
2: It would be funny if they just kind of kept,
5: like, I was like, oh, get the walking stick again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> everything. There was no
2: use for the rock or the crystal or the headbands. It was just like a walking stick. And Wicked all the magic the items
1: are like one degree off of telling you what it's for. It's not a magic right. hook, like a fishing hook, or a, it's a magic walking stick. It's not a, you know, it's an a arrowhead inside of a rock.
5: Everything is It's like, not an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> it's an arrowhead. Yeah, right. So,
2: anyway. uh So, Wicked kills the spider. Hooray. The party continues uh, <laughs> through the cavern until finally, um, an hour and 20 minutes into, we're an hour and 20 minutes into this movie. Ten minutes from the end. We get to see the Gore-Ax again.
4: Is that all it was? Right?
2: It seemed like forever. But here's a neat little kind of forced perspective scene where he's sitting at his table eating dinner and our, our, our party, our band of adventurers is, is kind of sneaking in, kind of, you know, looking at, seeing what he's doing, checking, scoping out the scene.
4: Klingon Hagrid, look! Klingon
2: Hagrid. <laughs> Klingon Hagrid is having his dinner.
4: The Gorax
1: raises a lot of questions. Like is, are and there he, other Goraxes? And he raises
2: a lot of humans.
1: <laughs> but are, like, are there other Goraxes in the Star Wars universe? That seems like it would be a good ally or like,
3: mm. you know, having. Yeah, where was he foot foot
2: for Return of the Jedi? They could yeah. have used him to. Uh, well,
1: 90 I, foot tall giants. He could have been swatting yeah, Star Destroyers out of up, the sky.
3: Yeah, do you think he would have teamed up with the Empire? Either or, he's a free agent. Do you think that, spoiler (laughs) alert, them dispatching the Gorax, killing Mm -hmm. it, totally upset the ecosystem on the forest moon of Endor, and that's why the Ewoks Mm -hmm. are now trying to eat people? Because they're like, we're alpha predators now. (laughs) I like
5: it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They ate that Gorax, and they're like, now we have no more food. (laughs) How are we doing on time? (laughs) All right, let's run through
2: this.
3: We're almost at the end,
2: (laughs) so it's the. Well, is it not really?
3: So they fight this monster with really cool hair. Yeah, they fight
2: the monster with really cool. In his base, he looks a little bit like
3: uh, John Travolta in Battlefield Earth, maybe. He's running around in a cave that he can barely fit in. Right, (laughs) like does he live there? That's got to be like his base fortress. fortress. He has a table and stuff. Uh, it's for like his reason,
4: office. It's like a co-working space <laughs> sure. with the spiders.
3: He's got the parents
2: hanging in a cage. Uh, yeah, they pay him rent. Like you know, twenty feet in the air, they're just hanging in a cage. There's no real inclination, no no indication of what they're gonna, what he's gonna do with them. Is yeah, he what's gonna, his end game? Is he gonna eat them? No Is he idea. just gonna
3: have them watch him be cool? What's going on? I think maybe they're just Are kind there as like pets
2: birds. now, like canaries. Yeah, he just
1: keeps them in there.
2: Um, so we. Uh, of course, Mace is just like, there's my parents, they're in a cage, because we just saw that, so he has to let us know that. Uh, Weechi, who's one of the brothers, knocks over an axe, runs away, causing a distraction. The Gorax follows Weechi. Uh, Classic we- Weechi. Sure. Weechi. They use that axe to catapult Mace up to the cage. Uh, Mace's parents seem very excited. They're like, oh, we're in this dangerous
5: situation. Thank God our children are here. <laughs> huh. Thank in- God one of them has joined us in this cage <laughs> yeah. which apparently you can just walk through the bars of
2: Yeah. They can ju- they they bring rope up why not just give them the rope let them climb down but no they have to they get not only mace but chuka truck yeah. also they get up into the cage He
3: lowers the rope and then they all start climbing up into the cage.
2: <laughs> Once again Don't another bad plan from the Star Wars universe. Um, so they the Gorax returns because he hears stuff. He, he chases not everybody. Happy. No, he's very unhappy. He chases everybody uh, off into the back into the cavern. The parents are with them. Uh, Chukatruk stays to fight off the Gorax with his axe. He starts whacking him in the toes. It's a very mismatched kind of battle. Gorax. Gorax. Oh, there you go. Uh, Mace goes back to get Chukatruk, but uh, and then the Tinkerbell flies out of his pocket and distracts the Gorax who just freaks out and starts hitting things. He knocks into the walls. Rocks fly off the walls and one of them crushes Chukatrak Aww. and Chukatrak dies.
3: I'm,
1: th- I'm thirsty, Mace. <laughs> <laughs> I tell my wife I love her.
4: <laughs> Why did they make the one who dies the one who joined the party last?
1: Uh, like... I guess we care the least
2: about him. First in yeah. Last
5: in, first out, man. Yeah,
2: that's... Uh, there's a semi-touching scene where he's like, no, that's your axe. You need that axe. And Chukatrak gives him the axe. <laughs> he gives him the axe. <laughs> He gives
6: Mace a You're chat. fired.
1: <laughs> well, he also says, when he went, uh, the Ewok is dying. He says, you can do it. You're brave. You're strong. You're my friend. Aww. And that's why he died.
2: <laughs> uh, so they run off. We, we catch back up with the, uh, the party. The Gorax follows them down. They use a rope to trip him up, uh, Ewok style, as we know that Ewoks do. They string a rope, trip the Gorax. He falls down, not dead. Uh, Hank the, the priestess hypnotizes a stalactite into falling onto his head <laughs> still not dead he still comes back from that <clears throat> uh, then finally the mom picks up the gun and uses it in a way that we've never seen before that if suddenly it's a Ghostbusters proton pack <laughs> <and> that she
6: <laughs>
2: blasts the Gorax in the shoulder which kind of knocks him off balance and he falls back into the endless uh,
5: the bottomless pit weirdly in the same shot that he fell in before they repeat the exact same shot of right. the Goraks yeah. falling down. It's
2: just him over and over again. And as we all know, the things that fall down the bottomless pit in the next scene, they attack Windle, uh, Windle, w- Wicket and Sindel, it's the, the celebrity couple <laughs> name. <Yeah. laughs> Told you they were an item. <laughs>
4: I've just never been, like, sadder in my soul. <laughs>
2: Uh so he comes the Gorax comes back to menace them briefly until Mace throws Chukatruck's axe into his back.
4: <laughs>
3: kind of a callback. Finally back. I get to kill something. Yeah.
4: All of the monsters in this movie are covered in this vague goo. <laughs>
3: it's uh, awful. Comes out of trees.
4: Oh no,
6: <laughs> yeah. it's a special fluid. Is.
2: Moist. Uh, uh, uh so they kill the Gorax, they escape everybody's happy they go back to the village where Wicked dances on a table celebration music oh, it just keeps going forever
3: <laughs>
5: and then this is the only part of this movie I could watch forever it <laughs> <laughs> just keep it going, just keep it, going. <laughs> it won't stop
4: That is an accurate expression of the audience's (laughs) feelings.
2: Everybody's happy. We close on a freeze frame of Sindel, and the narrator tells us, having (laughs) learned something, they already... uh, The the party is happy. Everybody's happy. Having learned something, they already knew. How do you learn something you already knew? I'm not sure. But the courage, loyalty, and love. Courage, loyalty, and love are the strongest forces in the universe. And that's the Ewok Adventure in its entirety.
1: (laughs) We did it we made it so we want to thank you guys yeah That's, thanks for you should get hazard pay for that one you've right. seen a lot of bad movies uh, the Flophouse guys particularly our right. podcast
3: we normally watch bad movies and then talk about it this time uh, it was the exact same thing as what we normally do
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh good okay right.
2: yeah so check out the Flophouse obviously if you guys haven't I know most of you have Aww.
1: <laughs> get out of here Jenny, you want to plug? You want to plug
4: something? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, if you guys like Star Wars, the new issue of the Devastator is a uh, space epic themed, and I have a piece in it. Uh, I know Dan, you've written for it. If you, uh, that's true. Everybody, it's great. You should check it out. It's available now. And if you guys are at Comic Con, come to my panel Sunday at four. That, that's all I got. All right.
2: All right, well, we want to thank everybody. We've got uh, merch at the table outside. Some of you, I know a lot of you bought stuff coming in, but it's, uh, it's available. We've got the posters that we'll sign if you want, and uh, mugs and shirts and all that good stuff. So you thanks, everybody. The debut for of the new
1: Empire, thanks, mugs. Yes. The, the Yeah, the of...
2: debut of the Empire mugs. And ask about the deck officer's eyes. Deck officer. And uh, so that's it. Thanks for coming. And we'll, we'll see you guys on a future episode of Bye. Star Wars, Wars Minute.
1: Star Wars Minute. <laughs>